0: Good evening. Today we'll be studying the eighth chapter of Machot Asurot This chapter deals with the topic of Gidhanashe also deals with the topic of meat that was found, also uh, deals with Pasar Shind ha'ain. And at the end of the chapter we'll deal with the topic of Isur the prohibition of benefit deriving any benefit of certain uh, foods. This topic, as I mentioned, will deal mostly with gidhanasheh. Uh, this this topic and the topic previously and some of the other topics in Hilchut Mahalud Asurot and Hilchut Shehita, as we'll see, are a little bit difficult to understand in the abstract Abstract learning uh, from a recording or from from a book. Something that one of my teachers, Chacham Eliyahu bin Hayim, has um, has taught me and has advocated for and includes whenever he teaches is, is experiential learning and really um leaving um, the Bet Midrash and going to see exactly how these things are done, exactly what Helev is, exactly what the Gid is. is. Uh, so I highly, highly recommend, and also exactly what Shehita is as well, I highly recommend anyone who is studying these Halakhot, um, if they can, go and see Helev, go and see Gid go and see exactly how Shehita is done. It would definitely, definitely enhance um, the study of these topics. So... Our topic again for this chapter will be gid Hanasheh. The Torah introduces um, the prohibition of eating gid hanaseh in Sefer Bereshit after Yaakov wrestled with the um, malach, and the Torah says after that encounter that the during that encounter rather the um, malach struck Yaakov in the gid Hanasheh and the. Torah says in Periklamit Bet, Alken, Sefer Berechit Periklamit Bet, Alken loyochelu ben Israel Gid Hanash, Asher Alkaf Hayarech, Ad Hayom Hazekin Agat Bechav Yerech Yaakov, Begid Hanasheh, since the Malach struck Yaakov in the Kaf Hayarech, therefore the sons of Yaakov, also known as Israel, don't eat the Gid Hanasheh that is along the Kaf Hayarech, until this day, because as the angel again struck Yaakov in the Kaf Hayarech, in the spot of the Gid hanashe, So, something interesting that Harambam um, mentions, I think, in the continuation of this chapter and that the Gemara talks about is when this prohibition was effective. So, it seems to be that the Jewish, that the sons of Yaakov and the Jewish people before Harsinai did have this practice not to eat from the Gid Hanashe. However, they were not legally binded to do so. They were only legally binded to do so after the covenant at Harsinai and after this was a mitzvah given to them by Hakadosh Baruchu through Moshe Rabenu. Uh, so again, the prohibition of Gid Hanashe was practiced um, by. Bene Israel prior to Harsinai, but it was only legally binding after Harsinai and after the Torah and the Mitzvot were given by HaKadosh Baruch Hu through Moshe Rabbeinu. And with that, we'll begin this chapter. The prohibition of eating the Gid HaNashe, Gid HaNashe, um, is in english the sciatic nerve which is also happens to be the longest nerve in the human body so the git hanashe apply the prohibition of eating the hanashe applies to behemoth and hayot that are kosher and even in regards to their um, neve, even if they are nevela utrefa nevela utrefa is nevela that an animal that the dishita was um, something went wrong in the shechita, and the animal was killed in through an improper shechita. The Terefa was an animal that was sick, um, and um, sick, that de- was deathly sick, pretty much prior to the shechita. So gid haneshay applies to the nevela and the Terefa. and also applies to a an unborn um, animal. Also applies to animals designated to be brought to the Beit Hamikdash. Ben Ben Kadashim whether they are designated and donated to the Beit Hamikdash to be eaten, whether they were designated to be brought to the Beit Hamikdash, and they were not to be eaten. The Gemara says that the Gidha, that the kohen would bring the um, would bring the animal and remove the gid right before it would be burned on the Mizbeh and throw it, and he would remove it and place it in something called the tapuah, um, which was the um, tafuah, rather, which was the place of, where the ashes of the uh, mizbeah were burnt. All of this, by the way, can be found and studied in Masechet Hullin, um, Perik um, Gid HaNasheh. V'noheg be'yarech shel shel simol, also applies to the, both the right and the left, Thigh. And the prohibition of the Torah only applies to that portion which is on the Kaf Hayarech. Now, it's a little bit difficult to explain exactly what the Kaf Hayarech is. Um, if anyone wants, um, Rabbi Yochai Makbili in his edition has a fantastic um, illustration of it. And if, for example, you're, look, you're looking at the animal um And the head of the animal is on your right side. So picture again a cow. Um, You are facing the cow. No, sorry. You're facing... um, You have a cow. And then you have you who are looking at the cow sideways. So the cow's head is to your right. And the back of the animal is to your left. So the kafha yarekh is the back of the animal um, in the thigh area. um, And... It's, it seems to be that it's, in English, I think it's um, the hollow of the thigh. But from now, we'll just call it kaf And also regarding the gid, which is the sciatic nerve, we'll also just call called gid ha-nasheh. So the prohibition of the Torah only applies to the gid ha-nasheh that is on the kaf hayerech, As the Torah says, the gid that is on the kaf However, regarding the rest of the Gid that is either above or below the kaf also the of the fat that is on the Gid itself, is that... Those parts, the again the parts of the gid that is above and below the kaf, and the halev that is on the Gid, also known as el Gid, is only prohibited mid Raban. hen, and there are two Gidin. Uh, asur There are two gidin one that is uh, inner, the inner gid, the Penimir, that is next to the bone, which is forbidden Torah. and the upper one, which the whole of it, is prohibited Mi Again, I highly, highly recommend for anyone to look at the illustration because explaining exactly where the gid is really doesn't do it justice. And I truly, again, encourage anyone to simply Google gid hanasheh or kaf hayarech, and you'll see um, images of this. It only takes two seconds, but it truly, truly enhances exponentially the study of these kaf. Okay, anyone who eats the um, inner Gid from, um, yes, namely the portion that is on the Kaf hayarech is liable for uh, is, li- is liable for violating a Torah prohibition. Something that the Gemara notes is that the Gid Hanasheh it has no taste, um, and is different from other isure uh, taravot, um, because again, because it has no taste, and the Gemara calls it it's be'almah uh, that it simply has the taste of something like a wood, uh, a, a a branch, um, but the but the Torah um, considered it as food, um, and anyone who eats it. Is liable for violating the Torah prohibition. And yes, the Gidan it's, 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 Hamim said it's an etzbe alma because it's difficult to chew and to swallow. I mean, it's not really ra'ui le'achila, and again, it has no taste, but again, the Torah considered it food for the purposes of the violation. If someone ate from the shelev, uh, the shel gid, the fat that is on the gid, or from the rest of the gid penimi, or megidah hitzon, again that is not samuch laetzim, that is not on the cuff, uh is uh, liable for makat mardut, for violating a rabbinic prohibition. And how much would one be liable to eat? Uh, would liable for malkut if he eats it? The um, the uh, the measure of a kazait, which is the volume of and all if someone ate the entire Gid that is on the kaf, even though it does, may not have a kizait, he is liable for violating a Torah prohibition because it is considered a beriyah, it is considered its own um Entity similar to something that we mentioned in Perek Bet of of Hilchot Machot Asurot that anyone who eats a Beriyah anyone who eats a uh, a a creature um, that is fully a fully formed creature, meaning for example um, who eats a a a, an insect that is prohibited, but if he eats the whole insect, he would be liable for violating the Torah prohibition. Provided again, it is a non-kosher insect. So again, just as there um, one would be liable for eating the entire thing so to if and it is less than a kezayit so to here if the Gid HaNasheh is less than a kezayit and he ate the whole thing he would be liable for violating a Torah prohibition because it is a biryabi bifna atzmah HaNasheh HaNasheh if someone ate a kezayit of the Gid HaNasheh that is on the right side of the animal and the kezayat of the gidhanasheh that is on the left side of the animal. Or if he ate two uh, whole gidim. Even though these two gidim don't have a kezayat, but again, he ate the whole thing. shemonim would be liable for two sets of malkut and amounting to 80 lashes. So one would be liable on every single gid uh, that, he, uh, that he eats. Yes, for each Gid. Halakha Dalet. Notice, as we mentioned at the opening of the chapter, the Gid HaNeshe nohek bivhema v'chaya. This chapter, this Halakha will deal with, um, will deal with the off Halakha Dalet. HaOf en bomishum Gid HaNesheh. The bird, does it. the prohibition of Gid HaNesheh does not apply to it. Bipene and look lo because it does not have this kaf hayerech. It does not have the hollow of the thigh. As um, as it's called in English. ella yerecho agol. Rather, its thigh is elongated and doesn't um, protrude like it does with the behema or the haya. Yeah, and it's kind of like round, um, the Yarech of the off. But if a bird is found that its yarikh is similar to the yarikh of a behema, the thigh of a behemah, that it has a kaf, it has this protrusion um, in this hollow, the gidhanasheh of this off would be prohibited, um, but one would not be liable for violating a Torah prohibition because it is safik. Uh, so, to a behemah that has the thigh that is elongated just like that of a bird, its gid would be prohibited, but one would not be liable for malkud because it is again a patur. Someone who ate the gid of a non kosher animal. Yes, of a non-kosher behema or haya, he would not be liable. Since the prohibition does not apply to non-kosher animals, but only animals that are totally um, permitted to be eaten. And as... Um, I mentioned just a little... Yes, as I mentioned... Yes, as we mentioned in Perek Daled, Halacha Iyod Het. Yes, that we mentioned that the Gidim um, don't combine with the Basar for Ekezite. So, yes, and the Gidim And it is not as if he ate any other part of the animal, because the gidim are not included. Yes, with the rest of the basar, as we mentioned in Perik Dalid. Yes. If someone, however, ate from the Halev that is on the gid, from the fat um, that is on the gid, called shomno al-Gide, gid, it is as if he is eating from the animal's flesh and does. Add with the basar itself for the kizait. It seems halacha vav gid terefa Anyone who eats the gid hanasha of a nevela or a Terefa or an olah, an olah is a korban that is totally brought on the Mizbeach and um, fully burned. Hayav is liable for two sets of malkut, as we mentioned. Uh, typically, an isur hal al isur, but this is an example that the isur is an isur kolel, as we'll see. And one would be liable for, um, and the and the isur would be hal on the other isur in this case. Mitoch isur gam hagid alav isur aher. Since the Gid is included in the prohibition in the rest of the body of the Nevelah or the Terefa or the Ola, it would otherwise be permitted. And now to this prohibition, another prohibition um, is added, namely that of the Gid itself. So, So, yes. Yes, so this would be an example of isur kolel. Just to take us back to Hilchot hot where Harambam mentioned this exception of isur kolel in Perik Yodzin Halacha Het. So isur kolel is pretty much if the the second isur includes the category of the first isur and is wider than the second one, uh, than the first one rather, and for and the and one example of this is um eating forbidden foods on Yom Hakipurim. that Yom HaKippurim um forbids eating any type of food and because Yom ha- Yom Kippur is a wider category than eating um specifically forbidden foods that would be an example of isur koles so again when the second isur um Includes the first one again. The exa- the easiest example to comprehend is eating not kosher on Yom Kippur, where as Yom Kippur where Yom Kippur um, prohibits eating all food. So back to our um, halakha. Anyone who eats again the gid of a nevela Terefa or a ola, um, he would be liable. Uh, for two sets of Malkut, because the second Isur, that Isur of Nevelah and Terefa, includes the Isur, meaning the Isur of Gid, Gidhan Ashe is included in that um, in that Nevelah in the Terefa, or the Ola. It's a little bit difficult to understand but again the Gid hanashe. anyone who eats the Gid Hanasheh Nevela Terefa and Ola is is Hayav twice because it is in Isur Kolel because the prohibition of eating the Nevela Terefa and Ola also includes the prohibition of um eating the Gid Hanasheh and um and since yes, yeah, since the entire animal is prohibited to be eaten the Gid is included um, in that as well. I hope that was clear um, a little bit of a difficult halacha to um, explain but it is in Isur Kolel and one would be liable again if he eats the Gid Hanasheh of a Nevelat Erefa or Ola um, for two sets of, um, of Malkut. halacha Zayn Hanotel Gid Hanasheh Anyone who removes the gid hanasheh from the animals, this is called nikur. Uh, he must scrape the scrape after um, the where the gid hanasheh is to remove any um, any fats or any remnants of the gid. Um, because again, one would be liable for that. A butcher is relied upon to remove the gidhanashe, just as he is relied on to um, to remove the fat, and we believe him for this, if he says he did. But Rambam says that we may not take meat, purchase meat from any butcher. Uh, from any um, yes, from any um, butcher, unless he is um, an upright person and is known for the observance, for uh, uh, known to observe the laws of kashrut, uh, and that he slaughters and he does the shechita himself, and he sells the meat that he uh, does shechita. And he is believed and known to be um a trustworthy person. Bameh Devarim Amurim Behotel Aritz Halachah Chet. When is does this applied? This only applies um that he has to that the shohet that the tabah has to be adam kasher moslapik um in outside in places outside of Israel. Avad Eretz Yisrael. However, in Israel, bisman shekula Yisrael lochin mikol adam. When the majority of the population are Jews, one would be Ill- allowed to purchase meat from any um, from anyone. <laughs> a butcher who was relied upon to sell kosher meat. If it is discovered that he let a nevela or a terefa um, from under his hand and sold it, he must refund the money to the Buyer, and also is placed under, um, and placed under shamtai uh, is placed under um, Nidui, which is pretty much we socially and economically distance him, um uh, and we um, remove him from his position. basar, and he there is no way for him to remedy this and for anyone to buy meat from him until he goes to a place that no one know, knows him or recognizes him and he returns a valuable lost object or if he proves his integrity um, in the following way that he does on his, for himself and then declares um, it to be a terefa and discards of the um, of the nevelah of and uh, sorry and regard and um, yeah and he declares it a um, terefa and um, removes it from his domain and loses as a result a significant amount of money below because it is clear if he does this that he did teshuva, that he repented um, and did so without um, any type of deceit or any um, type of fooling around because he um, did in fact lose a significant, um, significant loss. Halacha Yod Halokiah Basar Ushlaho bayad Ehad MeAmeh HaAretz Hareze Neeman Alav. Anyone who purchased meat and sent it with um, someone who is an Am HaAretz, and Am HaAretz is um, someone who isn't fluent in the halachot but does um, does uh, is um, observant and does. And keeps halacha, but again isn't fluid in the halachot. It seems. So anyone who again bought but meat, purchased meat and sent it in with an ama'aretz, he is um, the ama'aretz is believed, um, and is um, and may be relied upon um, regarding this. Even though in, this individual is not presumed, there is no presumption in his um, that we don't have a presumption about this amahadit that he is. Um, yes, the, even though the isn't, uh, we don't presume he is. He has no presumption that he is um, fluent in the laws of kashrut. We all, so don't suspect that he switched. Um, this meat that he was sent with, with another piece of meat. Also, uh, servants and um, female servants of the Jewish people are believed regarding this, but Goyim are not believed um, because we suspect that they switched Um, and substituted the meat with another. If there are ten butcher shops, nine of which sell kosher meat, and one sells not kosher meat, and someone purchased meat from one of them, and he doesn't know which, shop it was that meat is prohibited the rule um, and principle for this halakha is as I believe we mentioned in Hametz Hametz and a couple of other places that any um, anything that the um, that is set yes anything that is set and you go and um, take something um, from that set um, item in this case the set item would be the set stores that sell meat and you went and bought meat from there the rule is that we suspect that because it is set you don't and you don't know um, what you, which store you took it from so we give um, so we view it as a 50 50 chance that you took from the not kosher um, uh, as opposed to the kosher. Therefore, the meat would be prohibited because of this safek. because again, kol kavua ke al merza. Aval. Um, yes aval harov. however, meat that is found in the market, you may go after the majority. the guiding rule for this halacha is called miruba anything that was separated from the set entity, so in this case, the meat was separated. From the said entity, which is the, the stores of the meat. So in that case, that um, again, quote the parish miruba parish anything that is was separate, that became detached rather from um, the separate from the entity itself. You can go according to the majority. So since the uh, majority of the stores are kosher, you can go after, You can assume that the meat um, was from a kosher store. Rambam explains here: go After the majority, if the majority of the stores and sellers were Goyim, it is forbidden to eat that piece of meat. But if the majority of the sellers were Yehudim, were Jews, it is permitted to eat that piece of meat. So, to meat that was found in the domain of a Goy, if the majority of of butchers in that place where Jewish that meat is prohibited sorry that meat is permitted Zehudin <speaking> Torah <Hebrew> this is the law from the Torah the scriptural law <speaking in Hebrew> however Chachamim <speaking in Hebrew> prohibited any meat that was found rather in the marketplace or in the domain of a goi, even though the majority of butchers and all the sellers, yes, all the sellers and all the butchers were Jews because Chachamim again um, suspected that that meat would be prohibited. Again, is prohibited. Any meat that is found in the marketplace is prohibited regardless of what we mentioned in the previous halacha of... Um, of kol de parish meruba parish, because again kol de parish miruba parish is din torah, but again Hachamim prohibited um, any meat that was um, that was found. Halakha, yes, the second part of halakha, yod bet v'lo od. Not on, only did Hachamim prohibit kol basar Ella Lokiah Basar Biniho Beveto Vene Elam Minhain Asur Ela in Ken Hayalo Siman Oshayabo Tebi Utain Humakirova Dai Shehuse O sarur Behatum. Not only this did Hahamim prohibit, but Hamim also prohibited um meat that someone purchased and was left in the house and And yes, and he lost sight of the meat. That meat is forbidden unless it had a mark on it. That's a siman, um, or unless it, or unless the person, the buyer, was familiar with the appearance of the meat and can identify it with certainty, or unless it was wrapped up um, and sealed. And this is something called basashin شِنِ alam something relevant um, for us, definitely relevant for us um, nowadays. And the source of this is um, is Rav in the Gemara, the famous first generation um, Amora. Um, there are other poskim that disagree with Harambam and argue that basashin شِنِ min is not a sur. But it is very, very clear from Harambam that any meat that an individual lost sight of is uh, is prohibited and again the three exceptions of Basash are shayyab bosiman that there was um, a mark on the piece of meat or that the person can recognize that piece of meat um, and can identify it with certainty or if it was um, or if it was left but it was wrapped up and sealed. Halakha Yod Gimel. Tala kelim male hatichot basar. Nishbar hakelim venaflua hatichot la'aretz. Uvao matza hatichot veen lo bahen siman. Velo tibiut ayin, hareze asur. Anyone who suspended a vessel filled with pieces of meat, and the vessel broke so that the pieces of meat all fell to the ground, then he came and found them. The rule is the following. She'anu Yes. Since they have no siman they don't have a mark and the individual isn't able to recognize it it is the meat is prohibited <laughs> because the meat that was on the floor it's possible that an animal or a um, creeping uh, creature like a toad or a lizard dragged away the meat that was in the vessel, and that meat that is on the ground is um, is another piece of meat, um, and we presume that that other piece of meat is not um, is not kasher, therefore prohibited to be eaten. Mutar <laughs> Ba The Gid is permitted for one to derive benefit from it. Therefore, it is permitted for a Jew to send to a non-Jew a thigh of a or Hayad, the gid was inside it. Therefore, the was inside it. the Yes, the whole thigh. Yes, the whole thigh may be delivered in the presence of another Yehudi because we don't suspect that the other Yehudi would eat it before the Gid was removed because the position of the Gid is recognizable. Therefore, if the thigh, however, is cut up, it may not be delivered to a goi because in the presence of others... Yes, it may not be delivered to a goi in the presence of other Yehudim before removing the Gid because the Yehudi might eat it and he might um, he might come to think that, oh, since this Jew gave... The, the this cut up pieces of meat to the goy, um, he probably removed the gid. Therefore, it may not be given in the pres- the gid. Hanesh, the whole thigh, the cut up thigh rather, may not be given to a goy in the presence of another Jew. Um, in contrast to um, a whole thigh, again with the gid inside it, um, maybe which may be given to a goy in the presence of a um, of another yehudi. הלחתי דבב כל מה קום שנאמר בתראל לא תחאל לא תחהלו לא יוחהלו לא יוחאל אחד יסור אכילה ואחד יסור חניאה במשמג עד שיעורש לך כתוב כידוע שפרש בנבילה לغير אשר בישאריחה תתןנו ואחלה ובהחלב שנאמר בו יעשה לchod מלחה. Oh achi Batorash baturach ba'peshu mutar behanaya kyon shekasimul masim ve'dam ve'ever minachai bigid hanashe shekol elu muttarin behanaya mi'piq kabala afa asurin Bahila. any place in which the torah says loto chelu that you shall not eat or um loto rather um that you shall not eat loto chelu you shall you in plural you shall not eat lo yo um that it shall not be eaten lo um, yochal, uh, it should not be eaten as well in singular um, this include this implies both the prohibition of eating and deriving benefit unless the Torah specifies the contrast as with the case of a where the Torah says that you may give it to the ger that is the stranger that is in your gates so that he may eat it implying that you may derive benefit from it. Or in the case of Helev, that the Torah says that it may be used for any other service or unless it was um, said in the oral law to the effect that the benefit of the food is permitted just as is the case with insects and creeping um, animals and blood and every Minahai, the limb of a living animal. Also, um, and with um, regarding Gid all of which are permitted to derive benefit from them, um, from the Kabbalah, from the Torah, from the oral tradition, even though they are prohibited to be eaten. So again, any place that the Torah says, lo tochal, lo tochelu, lo yochelu, lo yochal, this implies isur achila and isur hanaya, unless the Torah explicitly tells you that it may, you may derive benefit just as is the case with the Nevelah that it says or with Helev that it may be used for any other purpose or if the Torah um, explicitly permits deriving benefit just as is the case with Shekatzim, masim Dam, Evel and Gid Hanashe all of which again is forbidden to be eaten but maybe um, or one may be Uh, Derive benefit from them Any food that is prohibited to uh, Derive benefit from it If that in the if again you have a food That was prohibited to be eaten and uh, Prohibited obviously to be eaten and Prohibited to derive benefit If one derived benefit from it But did not eat it. For example, if he sold it to a goy or gave it to the dogs, he does not receive um, lashes for violating a scriptural prohibition, but is liable for violating a rabbinic prohibition, and the money that he received are um, permitted. Something that is, this part of the halakha is extremely, extremely important. That any food that is prohibited to be eaten but permitted for one to derive benefit from it, even though it is, per, it is permitted for one to derive benefit from it, it is prohibited um, for any Jew to... Um, buy or sell it and do business um, with these types of foods um, or to yes and to try and um, make a living out of these prohibited um, items except for header um, that the Torah says that it may be used for any other service or for any um anything you um any other anything you wish ya sidah khol mellaha ha khatet the second part la fika en sehora lo bin velot utrefot um velo bishkatim velo bermsim therefore it is prohibited for any Yehudi to do business with um nivelot and terefot um and also with shikatim and remsim insects and creepy um creepy things all of which are um not kosher. Halacha yod zayin. At Sayashin is Damenu Lo Haya Oof Vedak Temeim Vesadan Oshini Sodulo Temeim Uthorim. Mutar the Mohoran Ava Loy Melachto Latemeim a hunter who happened to trap not kosher um animals, birds, or fish, um or he um trapped both kosher and non-kosher together may sell them, but he should not deliberately engage in trapping non-kosher um, animals. <laughs> um, but it is it is also it is permitted for one to buy and sell milk that a goy. Um, uh, that yes, milk that was milked by a goy, even though a Jew did not see it, and also it is permitted to um, buy and sell cheese of goyim and anything um, of that sort. <laughs> in the chapter, this is the general rule any food item that is prohibited from the Torah it is prohibited for one to trade and to buy and sell and anything that is prohibited by the chachamim by the sages it is permitted for one to trade and to buy and sell whether it is um, forbidden on account of doubt by safek or um, they are forbidden um out of certainty that it's forbidden mid um, the rabbanan, and with that we finish perikhet again. I highly, highly recommend uh, anyone to everyone that is listening to these classes to Google gid uh, and That way you can really understand and have these halachot come to life. Um, or even better, if you can go and witness Nikur, um, which is the process of removing the gid and the forbidden fats of the animal. Um, highly, highly recommended. With that. We finish Perek Hit um, and Bezat Hashim tomorrow. We'll continue with Perek Tet of Ilchod Ma'achalot Asurud Baruch Adonai de Gulam Amen Va'amen.